gotta oh, remember we are. It's very important. Trying to sell shows, the venue not packed and my clientele low. You work the merch table like a fire cell though. You earned every bag and the YSL clothes. Y3A where I'm buying shell toes. Thinking I'm lying, it's like you find our hell froze. I'm trying to tell hoes. I'm taking but nobody else knows. I'm private, but I don't got a silent cell phone. Move to Atlanta, but I am my Melrose. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Don't Sleep on the Couch Podcast. I go by Cash, aka Exec P. This is episode 193. If this is your first time here, welcome. If it's your second, third time, reoccurring listener, welcome back. If y'all didn't know, we talk about music, sports, entertainment, culture each and every week. That's what you can expect here. And kind of continuing with the trend in 2023, man, we're doing a lot of artist interviews. This time, you have a familiar face. Mickey Fax, Ayo Shamir, man. Like, they just dropped It's Only Us Here. Beautiful, beautiful body of work. Can't wait to get into it and talk about all the things that these guys have going on, all of the freestyles Mickey's been killing and just Pendulum Inc. and so on and so forth. So I can't wait to get in this conversation. I won't hold you guys any further for, to the couch for the first time and second time with Shamir, uh, Mickey Ooh. Fax, and Ayo Shamir, man. Y'all welcome to the couch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank What's you. going on? What's going on? Not too bad. Not too bad. How y'all feeling, man? Yeah, still young. How y'all feeling with everything going on? Feeling good, man. Feeling good. Excited. I'm feeling good, man. Life is life is great. Life is really good, you know. Just a lot of blessings, a lot of love, you know. Same old, same old. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Hey, Mickey, man. Uh, a lot of a lot of bars been spat, man. On these last couple of weeks, man. Like, <laughs> how many do you have in the chamber left? Are you still doing your 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 uh, freestyle rounds, man, because it's it's been you just gave a hundred to uh, the academy just just recently. I was just watching that. Like, you still got a little bit more in the chamber. I got about a hundred and twenty left. Um, supposed to go up to Sway in, in February, and then um, also high off life uh, out here in Atlanta in the next like two weeks. So. Yeah, I got about I got like 120 left, and then my flex joint ain't dropped yet. So, yeah, you know what I'm sitting I'm sitting on some stuff. You know what I'm saying? Sitting on some stuff. Cool. For sure, for sure. I hear you. Hey, Shamir, man, what was it? Um, how do you guys even get together in terms of just making a project? I know I first heard you guys together just as far as musically on Jr's joint uh, with Ransom. That's the first time, you know, if I'm not mistaken, that you guys have worked together. Am I right? Yes. Okay. So from there, man, how did it, did anything materialize from that song or was it just moving, you know, further along and kind of watching what Shamir's been doing or vice versa? Uh, for me, it was, uh, you know, he, he, he was one of the lucky producers who slipped through the cracks. Um, Cause you know, I don't really be, I don't really be on that type of time. You know what I'm saying? He, um, he was sending me, he sent me something before, I like the sound of it. I like the the fact that it was like trap soul. <clears throat> uh, so, you know, I kept that in the back of my head because it felt like it was a, a sound that I haven't done before on my projects. So, I I don't even I don't even know what happened. Honestly, he started sending me beats and they were hot, and I just kind of zoned out and I said, "Let's do it." You know what I mean? 
All right. Shamir's been kind of... Think, go ahead, go ahead. I think what really happened was the Elzai record with JR. That oh, yeah. That record he was, was like, I wanted to get on that. And he actually did get on it. Yeah, how did, how did so, that yeah, all that go down? Because a... they smoked that. The the original man, like so. <laughs> how did that conversation go with uh you utilizing that beat? Because all I could see under the comments is just people asking where where did that beat come from? Who who made the beat? And all along you you back there, you know, you know, squinting to every every bar. You know what I mean? And you know, of mm-hmm. course, I know you know who the beat was, man. So how did that go? How did it go with kind of asking Jr. to to take that beat in and uh, levitate on it, so to speak, for me? Because that hundred hundred bars, man. That's that was incredible. Well, Jay, I was cool with it. Um, he was like, go ahead, yo. Like, he was just really cool with it. And and then, you know, um, Mick was like, yo, just loop it up. I'm going to spit 100 bars. I took the hook out. And, man, he just spit pain on it. So, Mick, you talked about uh, this kind of wasn't a sound that you typically do. And I, I noticed that as well. And prior to, you know, it coming out and everything coming to fruition, I would talk to Shamir offline and he was like, yo, Mickey ain't really spitting like this, or maybe I haven't heard him spit like this. Did these beats kind of take you to get a little bit more personal? Um, Cause I, from listening to you in the past, you've, you've delved a little bit into your personal life, but not so much. Are you talking about your, your son a lot here and just things you've been through in the industry a lot more on this project, it seems to me. Um, I'm more of a conceptual artist. Like, I like to do concept projects. I do get personal, but not for, like, a full album. This was, like, a, a very full, personal, soulful album. Um, you know, and because of where my, I am in my life and how I'm transitioning, you know, from this super crazy underground lyricist to a successful businessman, I felt that it was important to not only share my journey, share some jewels and some gems, but also provide some good quality music that people could hold and latch onto, you know? So Shamir provided a great sense of production and people gravitated towards it. So there's some blogs. And it's really just a great space to be in to kind of go crazy like this on it. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, you're talking about stuff like life insurance in, in the bars. You're talking about um, giving local businesses a shot versus global brands and stuff like that. What what has shifted your mindset in terms of kind of giving the little man, so to speak, I won't call myself the little man, pause, but giving people like, you know, regular podcasts and just really different outlets a shot at you kind of gracing their their stage, so to speak, and, and coming into their house and, and stuff like that. What's making you speaking on those type of things now? I mean, you know, I think it's important that we support each other. So, yeah, like pulling up to this podcast is just as important as, you know, doing Rolling Stone, you know what I'm saying, and having that drop. Like, I think it's important that people show respect and um reverence to everybody who is attempting to add value to the culture. And uh, I think my lyrics speak for themselves when it comes to the elevation of Black people and and being financially 
and uh, being financially set, being emotionally set, you know, and having pride in what it is that you do as a uh, as a as a black person in America. So, you know, I, I tried not to turn down too many interviews. And, you know, Shamir brung this to me and I said, yo, let's let's get it done. Let's do it. You know, I'm I'm with it. Sure. Shamir, what was your your goal kind of going into this? Because this is a, a big look for you. Um, you've done other projects, um, you know, in its entirety with guys that we know and uh, that get busy. But how was was this a little bit different for you in terms of approach? It was different for me. Um, I felt more pressure because I had the, I knew I worked fast, but like the first set of beats, I seen that Mick recorded to them. I sent them like six beats. He recorded to them like the next day. I was like, oh, hell no. Yeah, like he working like this. So I stepped it up right there. Like I was like, at first it was overwhelming, but I adapted. And but I knew I told I kept telling him, yo, this is gonna be your blueprint. This is gonna be your blueprint, like where Jay-Z transitioned from Jigaman to Hove and you know the business side of things. And that's what I kept seeing for him. And I had that in the back of my mind. Yeah, and I think it's true because uh, you know, make a lot on this podcast. I talk about like, yo, I I love guys that can speak. I'm I'm always gonna be in love with with bars. Like it, it's never gonna leave me. Just being from Brooklyn, just like I just grew up in it. You know what I mean? I'm 40. I'm I grew up in it. But the guys that make songs and and do what you did on this project, I feel like I get a little bit PCU, and you still had witty bars. So. Um, yeah, I think that analogy was was really good, man. That being a, a blueprint and, and stuff like that. So that, that's a really uh, dope analogy, Shamir. Um, in terms of uh, just being being a little bit more open, um, stuff like regrets. You talk about uh, validation uh, a lot in this project. It, it kind of comes and goes um, in this. What is uh, letting go of validation and kind of just really coming to your own as a as a man and businessman mean to you? Um, I think validation is, man, that's that's a recipe for disaster when you when you're looking for people to, you know, give you your props and and give you your 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 love and your honor. You 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 need to know within your heart of hearts that you're there. And I know us as peer, like we have peers that you know, we want to hear from. It's very important that we hear from these people, but it's not something that we should lean on. And, you know, me putting this project together, you know, I I let Shamir know up front, like, it ain't going to be a lot of features on there. You know, I'm going to carry the album because, you know, you, you, you put other people on there, it's validating you to people. And it's just like, I'm not, I'm not there anymore, you know, in my music career. Um, you know, I still have a bucket list of artists that I want to work with and all of them are attainable, but I don't, I didn't know if I wanted to use those people on this project. I wanted to kind of go in there and it, it just introduced Shamir, introduce, reintroduce myself as this, this lyricist who can make really, really good songs, who, who's not afraid to do different things that most lyricists won't do. 
And for me, you know, I think that is the true testament of artistry. I don't know if we'll hear a lot of other artists do a lot of the types of songs and the types of flows that I did on this album. They just won't. Tell no lies. I wanted a Pharrell co-sign. I never got shelved on Jive, but could have benefited from what help provides. Climbed up the stairs so blind. Did it like twice, and I fell both times. When my parents separated, I was devastated. Then I got older, and I felt both sides. I really tried to make my mama proud. Pay the last mortgage bill on my mama house. Needed yay to tell a nigga that my fit clean. And seeing fans tweeting me in by my 16s. Bitch, please, wearing shit so you can say where you get these. Arrogance has got me to being so displeased. The narrative is Mickey is on, it's grizzly. I did it with ease. I imagine my top five telling me I'm dope. It was better being broke. Stayed heavy with the quotes. I never needed ghosts to propel me to the ghost. Yeah, no, I definitely wasn't expecting a lot of the stuff you did on here. You know what I mean? It did catch me off guard half and half, caught me a little off guard. Um, you know, with you being a lot more melodic on here. So it, it's it's well noticed and well balanced. So again, hats off to you for that, man. Um one of one of my favorite songs on here is Sleep is for Suckers. Um, shout out to David Shans. I've also followed his podcast as well, um, and kind of followed it from its inception up until now. So one of the lines that stuck out in there, or just one of the subject matter was small minds and big ideas. You know what I mean? Not Again, more of that validation theme, you know what I mean? Can you kind of expand on that, on just kind of letting, not letting people in on your big ideas and shutting that down from you, you know, kind of reaching your goals? Yeah, man. If you tell, you tell people that are not ready about plans that you have and you feel like they big plans, all they're going to do is shut you down and encourage you not to do it especially, you know, people that have never done anything outside of what it is that they do. You know, I felt that it was important to drop that one particular gem. Don't tell small minds about big ideas. That's a very powerful statement because, man, people, people, not everybody, but some people are miserable where they are in life. And, you know, they want to, they want to live and remain in their, um, Stagnation, sadly. Um, I have nothing against anybody who lives in that way, but for me, I, I constantly crave creative elevation. And I believe that myself and Shamir achieved that with this album, and I've achieved it, you know, with my uh, school. Everybody always got something to say. That's why. I want to get this and dedicate this to my man David Shans. Sleepers for suckers. Look. If I took time to listen to people's thoughts, every single talk in my mind would be a loss. My mirror is my best friend. It reinforced the power that's inside of me so I can be a boss. I'm researching on how I can scale my price. I take advice from the people that failed in life. I love success stories, bro, but where's the strife? Let me hear the strife. Did that ship sail tonight? I ain't even trying to change the people's perceptions. 
So let's let's get to that, man. Um, Rolling Stone article recently, um, and it was centered on Pendulum Inc. Man, how did how did that get started? Uh, I know it's kind of co-partnered with, uh, hey, what's got Chilla Jones, right? I wanted to say his real name, but Chilla Jones and um, a few other partners here with that, man. How, how did it get kind of started and where was it kind of conception for people that don't know? Okay, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, shout out to Rolling Stone for the article, you know. Gave my man A.O. Shamir a shout out on there. It was a beautiful, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't I don't think Shamir thought that when we were doing this album, the Rolling Stone would mention my guy, but, you know, it's different when you work with me. <laughs> I didn't even know. I didn't even know. I didn't even know all double XL was gonna say something. Yeah, crazy, 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 man, crazy, man. Um, but he did tell me this. Not even to go sidetrack. He said, "Yo, it ain't even about the streams, bro. It's about getting to the tastemakers." And he just opened up my eyes when he said that. For sure. Yeah. It's just, I mean having a seat at the table and what you're going to do with the opportunity once you get it type of thing, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Take, taking it and running, running with it, man. Um, you know, I was, um, you know, quite fascinated with some of the, the things that you're teaching in there, like things that people actually need the, the indie artists that we kind of champion on this podcast in terms of just information, uh, contracts, um, you kind of lend in your personal, um, touch to it in terms of things that you've been through um as well uh you know just signs to look for in terms of getting jerks lawyers and and stuff like that what um kind of made you put all those different type of things in the course curriculum um well to go back to your first question right like i i wanted to i wanted to teach i wanted to retire into teaching you know there's no retirement plan for musicians so i wanted to retire into teaching and nobody wanted to hire me so I said, let me start my own school with some people that I know do this on this level. That's what I did. But in terms of the the curriculum and what we offer, I had to sit back and say to myself, I can't just teach MCs how to write. Like that's just one part of of lyricism. They gotta learn how to flow. And then after, you know, after kind of thinking about, all right, we're teaching them how to write, we're teaching them how to flow. What about the mental health side of it? So I had to, we had to add that component into it. So now they got the writing, they got the flow, they got the mental health. What's next? Business. We had to incorporate the business out of it. And I wanted to, for me, I like to go against the grain. I like chaos. I enjoy <laughs> chaos. <laughs> Is 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 amazing to me. Half and half is chaos on the album. That's chaos. It is. It is. Lyricists using auto tune. That's chaos, right? Me showing my contract when I sign a record deal in Jive, at Jive. That does not happen. Nobody is supposed to. That's chaos. Having a class about ghostwriting and how to get into the go. That is chaos. People don't, the stuff that I'm giving, it does not happen. This does not happen. Oh, the the gatekeeping is real, man. Yeah, it's real. These these students would have never 
spoken to Method Man for an hour or two. Are you are you kidding me? Right. That's chaos. They were able to spit bars for Meth, for Meth, right? Or really? to some of the instructors as well. All of the instructors, Inspector Deck, Fonte, Corey Gunn, Skazu, Master Ace, Twister, you know, Daylight, Lady London, Shea Noir, Cy Rock. They all heard bars from my students. Cy How the Prince. That's chaos. Because there's a separation between artist and fan. Me removing that space, that's chaos. So, like, they, they don't, like, the people, the powers that be, they don't want that. They can't stop it, though. It's, it's the people. People want it. So let's give it to them. You know what I mean? Let's show them what's going on. Let's show them exactly what they're listening to, what they're hearing, and what they're writing. It's important. Like, and, and it's important that somebody of the culture owns it. Facts. Facts. This is a, this is a, Ooh. I don't think people realize how big Pendulum Inc. is going to be, and it's black owned. That is massive in terms of structure, you know? Like, yeah, there's record labels, but the record labels are distributed by, it's not fully black. I am fully black owned, fully. That's to be applauded, man. That's to be applauded because I I saw one of how you're trying to scale and do this at different levels. You you mentioned uh, Rock from Health to Skelter in terms of just being in Colorado and him saying, hey, man, I want to teach the curriculum too. You know, number one, I know that's humbling to have, a you know, a legend like that kind of say, I want to teach your curriculum on how to rap. And two, he's in Colorado cooling out. How many other artists are all over the country that are legends in their own right or forefathers in their own right that just looking for something like this to sink their teeth in? Like, you know, the possibilities are endless, in, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm growing it out. You know, I'm, I'm expanding it constantly. And at some point, it's going to be a space where it's, I'm, I'm, I'm creating an industry. I don't think people really understand that, right? Yep. I know, you know, Shamir, I've given him game that is unconventional. Right. As a young producer, it's unconventional game and gems that I'm giving him. And and I think it's very important that we stray away from what the norm is, what the sheep do. Right. A lot of it is due to my own personal. uh, You know, setbacks. So I, I try to find the silver lining in these setbacks. Right. So me, me telling Shamir, like, look, we're not going to stream high, but we're going to get, we going, we going, the, the people that matter are going to hear this. And it's, it's, it's happening. Game was like, yo, Mickey, one of them ones, Pete Rock reposted yep. one of the projects. Rolling Stone mentions the album. It's like, what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, yeah, we you know we cracked the top ten on iTunes, but it wasn't it never was about that. You know, it was about certain people hearing it, certain people like, oh, okay, this this is fire. Let's I want to work with Shamir now. Like I want to work with Mickey even more. Now I'm not even on that type of time right now, but the fact that people enjoy Shamir's work, my job is done. 
Yeah, and I think it's really dope uh, just for some of us that know Shamir personally, um, you know, in, in our space here, it's kind of dope that you're taking him. He's in the videos. You're taking him to certain um, places to kind of rub shoulders with people. That's the each one, you know, each one, you know, reach one, teach one type of thing that that needs to happen more. You know what I mean? Like if you spot talent, you know, cultivate talent. Like it don't cost you nothing to cultivate talent because when you treat people the right way, that shit comes back tenfold all the time. And you you mentioned it a lot in the album, talking about just the relationships, the relationship building that you're doing, planting the seed, never kind of being just corny in certain situations. And and now those relationships with all those different instructors, those legends that are coming back, wanting to teach, and you're not, they're not giving the handout either because they're actually getting paid for it too. You know? I mean, you can't, you can't kind of, you can't beat that, man. You can't beat that at all. Can't beat it, brother. And that's, I I move like that. I think it's important to move in that space because, you know, we as black people, we need to, you know what I mean? We got to, we got to elevate ourselves. It's very important that we do, you know? For sure. So, man, the year's young. I know you mentioned earlier you have, you know, a few more freestyles to continue promoting the project. Um, but are there anything on both of you guys' horizon in terms of things that goals that you're trying to accomplish, not necessarily resolutions, but uh, goals you're trying to accomplish in 2023? Shamil, you go ahead first. Um, right now, I'm really just trying to continue to keep the the fire going that that from this project so i'm gonna be dropping a few more projects this year um i'm done with one already next project is ignorant art with jr fave and um i'm gonna be locking in more and i'm trying to get into just tapping in with my fans and my supporters direct and not focusing on just streams. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go ahead, Mickey. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead, what go I was going to say, um, and one of those examples I want to point it out to people because Shamir has worked with me. He literally took me to, I forget what app it was, man, <laughs> but uh, he took me to that app, man. Discord, Discord. Discord, yeah. I still ain't using Discord yet. But he took you to Discord and like literally just made the beat you know, and kind of built it and was like, hey, you know, kind of asking my opinion. I'm like, oh, shit, like, this is kind of like the closest you get to being in the studio uh, with somebody. And I was like, yo, that's a dope hands-on approach to curating a sound with somebody and, and giving a shit about how they sound, regardless of what their name is. So um, if y'all looking to work with him and y'all like this album, he definitely will give you that, that that personal touch and you'll you'll leave feeling highly satisfied. So I just wanted to put that out there because I don't think you saying that enough. That that's a dope look, man. Yeah, man. It definitely is, man. Uh for me, you know, um, obviously me and Shamir, we're probably gonna start working on the uh deluxe pretty soon. Um, you know, but aside from that, I'm I'm dean of a school, man. Everything that I'm doing now is is about dean the school. Facts. Okay. Dean facts, you know, like, you know, that's 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 where it's at, man. You know, I'm I'm in the process of, of of getting an app created. You know, it's it's I ain't playing with these people in music anymore. I, I don't got I don't got time for this, man. I love to make the music. 
but you know, I think I did so much rapping in November and December. I'm exhausted, man. You know, like, and I was supposed to do more, like flex. Well, no, not flex, but like high off life. I was supposed to knock that out. Uh, one of my flights got delayed. I was sway rescheduled on me like two, three times. Cosmic Kev said no. Like, it was really supposed to be like the best and greatest freestyle run of all time. Like, we're talking coast to coast, back to back, like in a week. <laughs> in a week. Yo, so yo, wait a minute. Those the, I, I saw two the L.A. Leakers, of course, that everybody saw. And then the right. uh, the one with Punchline Academy. So, all right. Mm-hmm. So there's two more lined up. Yeah. So, so yeah, no, I did. Let's, let's count it, though. I bars did Punchline Academy. I did Bars on 995 twice. Bars on, yep, I saw that one. Yep, so Punchline Academy, Bars on 995 twice. Chinatown Sound. Mm-hmm. I did... I, I went to Vegas and rapped on my man platform to, to try to launch it out, right? I went to LA Leakers, laced up Flex, and it didn't drop yet, but I did that. Sway, right? Sway, that verse is done. And then, well, I just didn't record it. And then High Off Life, that's nine. Now, I wanted to also go to On The Radar, I wanted if if these people would have reached out to me, it would have got done. What what are we talking about here? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know, Shamir was she, Shamir was there for what three, four of them, three of them. He didn't see the flex one. You didn't see the flex one, right? You was, but I was there. I was there. He was there, but he didn't see it. I messed up one time. That's insane. At a minimum, it's probably like 60, 60 bars per. Per visit, so that that that's insane. Sixty bars nah, it was per 100. visit. Yeah, it was a hundred. You had a hundred bars. Every visit, every visit wasn't a hundred. Okay, I gave, I gave, I gave bars on nine five like a hundred in total. I did those episodes back to back, so one episode got forty, and another episode got sixty. Um, LA Leakers, they got a hundred. Flex got a hundred. Punchline Academy got a hundred. Uh, Chinatown Sound they only wanted sixteen. <laughs> they only wanted sixteen. Sway he got about fifty, sixty coming to him. You know what I'm saying? High of Life they got about fifty. But you know, Cosmic Kev was supposed to get a hundred. Like you know, we yeah. don't. That's bare minimum. Punchline Academy got a hundred. B. That's insane. That's insane, man. Punchline so, Academy was a movie too, man. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah, it was man. like Nick was like, "Yeah, we going to um, Vinny Idol's house." I was like, "What?" Right? <laughs> you know, as a producer, I was <laughs> like, "I said what?" Legend, I'm over here like, legend. "Yo, that's fire, boy." Damn, I love another legend during the, that D Block era, man. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that locks era. That's crazy. That's crazy, man. All right, man, fellas, like I said, I don't want to keep y'all too long, man. I, I appreciate y'all time, man. Um, the album, like, Mickey, I, I ain't going to lie, man. I'm, I'm on Mickey. I'm off. I'm on. I'm off. I'm listening. Going back and forth. There's so much music out there. Won't, won't lie to you. But this this project is a very solid body of work. Continue to tell your story and be um, painfully honest, man. I think this is the Mick that people would like to hear. 
a lot more of um, in the bars on all these different platforms that you're spitting. When you come on here, man, it's just so much more controlled and, and dope. So I like that you're giving everybody the best of both worlds, man, because it, it's fire, man. So, um, you know, congratulations to you on a dope release. Continue to kill shit, man. And if you ever need anything from me, I know you don't need nothing from me, but always here to support or whatever we could do, you know, from a podcast standpoint. So same to you, Shamir. Uh, I, I appreciate that. Thank you so much for your your support, man. It means a lot. I means it means a lot to me. You know, it means a lot to Shamir. I can only imagine um, that support is essential. You know, every every person means something. You know, and we hope that you know when we we put out this the deluxe. You know, people come out in droves to show love to uh, mm-hmm. this beautiful project. You know what I'm saying? For sure, for sure, man. So definitely shout out to all the features. Didn't mention that before. Uh Raheem Devant, that was that was a really dope one. Sorry the kid, um, and a host of other people, but um really, really dope feature run on there for the limited features that were were on there. They were well placed. So uh with that said, y'all, it's episode one ninety three. Salute to Mickey Fax, salute to Shamir, man. Beautiful project, man. Y'all keep doing great things and uh twenty twenty three is up for y'all, man. I know it, I know it, man. So blessings, peace and blessings to y'all. All right, we out. Peace. Peace. You gotta remember what we are. It's very important. It was only up here when I was trying to sell shows. The venue not packed and my clientele low. You worked the merch table like a fire cell, though. You earned every bag and the YSL clothes. Y3A where I'm buying shell toes. Thinking I'm lying, it's like you find a hell froze. I'm trying to tell hoes. I'm taking but nobody else knows. I'm private but I don't got a silent cell phone. Moved to Atlanta but I am my Melrose. The Benz console got my tight out.